Hello, my name is Katie and welcome back to the Solita podcast, Notes on Tears and Chaos. I wasn't sure how I wanted to start this episode, which has caused me to restart it uh, a lot of times, way more than I would have liked and way more than I'm used to, which is making me a little bit more nervous and a little bit more uncomfortable. I feel like I sound very monotone sometimes, so I'm trying to pick up some kind of energy and I also kind of caught myself sounding a little doubtful with the things that I said and it's just the natural way that I speak but I kind of want to be a little bit more authoritative. I want to kind of learn that and that includes stop saying kind of all the time and filler words like like um but but I think with the podcast especially turning it into an audio only now I'm still getting kind of used to it but I also want to make sure that I am helping myself out and learning some new skills along the way rather than just getting used to how I normally did things and just kind of getting a little too comfortable, which I did mention in one of the other episodes. The other reason why it's a little uncomfortable for me to do this episode is because I actually did research this time on the topic that I wanted to talk about, which, you know, I don't do research. I don't particularly take the time to actually go out and back up the things that I say. So, that was a little uncomfortable for me trying to ingrain that or not ingrain but intertwine that into my notes because I didn't want to just repeat what I read from the articles and the whatever into the podcast I wanted it to actually be my take on what I learned and with my experiences so that it becomes a little bit more personal rather than me just explaining it and telling it But basically, the episode is based off of a TikTok that I watched the other day, which I've made this disclaimer before. I watch a lot of TikTok and I tend to cite a lot of these TikToks in my podcast episodes because I find that while the internet itself and social media is very inauthentic, and it can be very, very inauthentic, I think a lot of the stuff on TikTok can also be very helpful and how it teaches you a lot of things. I mean, TikTok essentially is like a search engine. I use it as a search engine a lot of the times. I think it's a really good way to analyze human behavior and people's experiences, which makes it for me feel a little bit more reliable or at least gives me this stepping stone to look into things a little bit further. The TikTok that I saw was by this creator named Flynn Skidmore and he basically was talking about self-awareness. The main gist of it was that a lot of people think that they are self-aware, but they're actually mistaking that with something else. They're mistaking self-intellectualization with self-understanding. So while a lot of people may think that they are self-aware, it turns out that that's not actually true and that those people actually have an addiction to shame. Of course, this immediately grabbed my attention because starting the podcast, I've had a few people come up to me or DM me to tell me that I am very self-aware. They kind of say it like a fact. This girl is very wise, very self-aware, which what a compliment. That sounds so nice to hear. And in the beginning, when I would hear people compliment my thought processes and how I spoke and everything, it made me feel really good about myself because it made me feel like there is some validity to what I am saying and that the things that I am saying are making sense with other people and that I am seeing things clearly. I'm not deluded by some 
negative thoughts that I have or I'm being way too pessimistic, I'm kind of seeing things a little clearly. However, pull back the curtain, what do you know? I'm not actually self-aware. I think I'm the farthest thing from self-aware after having read the single article that I did about this topic and watching the TikTok itself. It really resonated because I, I've had some thoughts about, I'm not sure how self-aware I am. Of course, I do self-reflect a lot and I do think about myself a lot <laughs> in the way of like my mind. I think about my mind a lot and maybe I think about my appearance as well. But at the end of the day, there was always a question for me to answer who I really am, what are my interests, what are my passions, which is something I speak about pretty much every episode where I'm very lost on that. And maybe now I'm finding a little bit more of an answer to it. So quick backstory so that we get into the mindset of where I'm at with this episode. Recently, I have been very, very depressed. And I say that not having been clinically diagnosed or anything like that. So I guess take it with a grain of salt. The times that I have gone to therapy, they've said that uh, at least I might have minor depression, which, yay, like I low-key want a psychiatrist or a therapist to tell me, yeah, you're fucking depressed so that I feel valid in how I feel, knowing that, okay, maybe it's not just me. Maybe it's not just something that I'm forcing upon myself and that there probably is this chemical imbalance in my brain or some experiences that made me very depressed and it's just not my fault. So that's what I want to hear one day. But I have been in a very depressive state as of recently and honestly, I think ever since maybe September of last year, I've had some thoughts, September or August, I feel like, where I just feel like I've been very, very aware of the world way too much, way more than I should be. So it makes me think that I've just been very attentive to how the world works. I feel like I've been opening my eyes, but in a way that's been making me very upset about how the world seems to be. And I feel like upset's not the right word to use disappointed i need something a little bit stronger to describe it because it's been mind-boggling it's been very difficult trying to process how i feel and that a lot of the things that i used to have very strong beliefs and opinions on are changing as well because of the information that i know or because of what i've observed so i'm gonna let y'all into a little vulnerable side of me even more vulnerable than usual um well there's this <laughs> spam post, my spam account on Instagram, which I'm not going to tell you, but you could probably find it. I'm not going to accept you, but I sometimes rant on there. I started using it a little bit more recently towards the end of last year when a lot of shit was going on just to have a nice place to rant. So what I basically said in this post things are complicated. Like I've never been tested or diagnosed with anything, but I genuinely feel like there's something messed up in this old brain of mine. It's like minor inconveniences carry so much weight and it feels like the end of the world. But are they minor inconveniences? I don't know. I just feel out of place a lot and I feel things a lot and it feels like things happen one after the other and I can't catch a break. I feel like I see how the world actually operates and I want no part of it. 
but existing makes me automatically part of it. So it's exhausting for the most part. And then people ask how I'm doing and check up on me, but sometimes it's like, what can I really say? Sometimes I am just tired of explaining and would like for someone to just know, but I'm not so sure that anyone really will. That was a little snippet. There was like more going on there because on the spam account, we like to keep it a little fun and silly sometimes as well. So with that in mind, I've been having these thoughts of, I feel very out of place. I feel like I don't belong anywhere. I feel like there might be something wrong with me because of different areas of my life, whether it's work or romantically or my family or my friends. I feel like every part of my life has this fault in it and it's making me feel obviously very depressed because it feels like why can't I keep a hand on this like why can't I control what's going on and maybe you know being in control doesn't necessarily mean that's the solution but it feels like I don't have a handle on anything it feels like everything keeps crumbling and it's like at least one part of my life I want it to work out but it feels like it doesn't It feels like every part is meant to be the way that it is because I'm supposed to be this sad person. Like, honestly, those thoughts of the universe is out to get me, which I'm sure a lot of people have had that thought in their minds at one point or another. And with this podcast being self-reflection, I've obviously wanted to understand myself more with this podcast. And I feel like there are a lot of moments where I have had some realizations and maybe I've forgotten about them because they're like a while ago and I haven't listened back to that episode or whatever. And there's a lot of things that I would come to realize but wouldn't end up doing or I'd make the same mistake over. But at the end of the day, I feel like talking to this microphone and whoever would listen and just dedicating an hour every week to just talk about whatever it is that I'm feeling, whatever it is that I want to look into a little deeper, it has helped. Because when I didn't have the podcast, when I went on a break, I was still doing that. I still needed an outlet to talk about my feelings. So I went to TikTok where, you know, a lot of people that I know follow me and they didn't really want to hear or maybe didn't even really care about those thoughts that I had or those feelings it was just like talking about the same thing over and I had some people reach out like oh my god are you okay it was like I didn't really want to air everything out for all those people you know whoever listens to this will listen again not sure who is listening but all in all talking about emotions at least for me is great for me I feel like especially not having been in therapy for a little bit But after reading the article and listening to the TikTok, which I will probably put on the Instagram, so go check it out. I've been a little bit more active on there. We have a little thing going on, so go follow. Go follow the Instagram at SolitaPod. But what I've realized is that self-reflection is actually the thing that is leading to my depressive thoughts. So all those things that I've been ruminating on which is a very important word and we're going to discuss that a little further on all of those negative thoughts are swirling around in my brain and they're getting stuck in there because I'm spending so much time reflecting on myself although it's probably not in the way that you might be thinking that self-reflection is leading to those thoughts it's definitely not in the sense of I'm becoming 
more aware of myself, but rather something a little bit more different than that. The article that I read for this episode was from the TED Ideas website. So I guess the TED Talk website. It's called The Right Way to Be Introspective. Yes, there is a wrong way. And it was published in 2017. And I did end up reading the whole thing. I read over it multiple times. So it's not just like I went over a little bit and was like, all right, that's done. Like I actually took the time to digest this information. And that article itself proved that self-reflective people are more anxious, they're more stressed, they're more depressed, on top of so many other things. They're probably more self-absorbed as well. They hate their jobs more and they're overall sadder, which who does that sound like? Yeah, I do feel anxious and stressed and depressed and I feel like I hate my job. Maybe I am a little self-absorbed sometimes on top of incredibly insecure. It's a paradox, but it makes sense. Reading this article, it pretty much proved everything that the TikTok was saying to the point where I feel like this guy literally Googled this and saw the article and then took a lot of that information for his TikTok, which no harm, no foul, because he said it in his own little way. And it's very good that he's bringing all of this in with like actual backed up science. The article and the TikTok basically had two ways of saying the same thing self-intellectualization versus self-understanding or introspection versus insight. The negatives are self-intellectualization or introspection. Those are the negative ideas that a lot of people end up indulging in that they could be mistaking for self-awareness, but it's actually making them way more depressed. So with these ideas, It's basically like trying to solve the complex puzzle of who you are and not just who you are, but what you like, what you're interested in, why you do the things that you do. So in that sense, it's like, well, that makes sense. That kind of sounds like self-awareness. You're trying to figure yourself out a little bit more. But rather, for my experience, at least, it feels like not being able to figure myself out has been very difficult and very frustrating, especially having spent so long on this quote-unquote journey, whatever you want to call it, trying to find myself and trying to use the podcast as a way to do that and not really getting anywhere. And I did mention in another episode that I feel like I'm getting back to myself slowly. I don't know if that's because of the self-reflection or because of some things that I just am doing, the execution of what is going to make me happy, what do I need in this moment. Really thinking on it, if you're trying to solve this puzzle that's really, really complicated and you're really trying to get down to the nitty-gritty details of who am I why do I act the way that I do? What are my interests? And just trying to have a very, very clear understanding of who I am, or at least trying to have some logic and reason behind it, is an addiction to shame. The TikTok said that there is an addiction to shame, which is what self-intellectualization leads to, because you're trying to figure out who you are and you end up 
thinking that something is wrong with you because you can't figure it out because certain things aren't making sense. So you start to single yourself out. You start to feel like there is something wrong with me. The universe is out to get me. Something must be the matter with me. I must be the problem if stuff like this keeps happening to me. And that's where the shame comes from. And that's where the depressive negative thoughts come from. When I'm upset, my negative thoughts cloud over very, very quickly to the point where I just derail from any logic or reason. As much as I think that I'm coming to logic and reason, I'm just super out of it, like in this other world where I cannot think clearly, I cannot think positively. And it's also to the point where nobody can cheer me up. And a lot of people try. I've had so many phone calls with people where they try to come up with solutions for me and I'm like no that's not going to work and I get that you're trying to help but it's useless it's not going to work and I've tried everything that I could and I would tell my therapist that too of you're giving me all these solutions but I assure you I've tried them already I've done them already and it's not working and whatever she said well I mean I do remember what she said she said that I know that you say you're trying but There must be a reason why it's not working because you might not be doing all of the steps that you need to be doing for those things that I'm offering to you as a solution. All in all, I just become very, very self-deprecating. I become very self-hating and I start asking all these questions depending on whatever it is I'm sad about. Why is nobody hiring me? Why can't I figure out what I want to do with my life? Why didn't this person love me? Why do my friends always do this? etc 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 and of course like I mentioned I said I have these thoughts that something is wrong with me and I said that in the spam account where like something is the matter with me I'm not diagnosed or anything but there's just something wrong because I've been feeling that way too this week because I've been crying like every single day and obviously that might just be because of the situation that I'm in that I don't enjoy and it's making me very stressed out But because I'm crying every day, I'm thinking, this isn't normal. I shouldn't be feeling this way. So what is wrong with me? Why am I feeling this way? It doesn't make sense. And why is this always happening to me? That's what it feels like. So singling myself out like that to the point where I think I am this broken being beyond repair, it makes me feel very, very alone. And I have been feeling very alone. I notice that I do close myself off a lot and I don't reach out for help. I've stopped that thing of like calling people all the time when I'm upset because I'm upset very often. So unless it's something that I really, really, really need to talk about, I won't call people. I will literally just cry in my car, cry in my room, try to take a nap, put the blanket over my head, close the world off, nobody bother me. And that's not super healthy. Sometimes it can be okay because sometimes maybe I'm just having a moment and I need to relax and then I'll be fine. And I'm like, oh, that was so silly of me. I wasn't, it was, that was a little dramatic. But a lot of times when I am upset, I just go very antisocial, don't talk to me, close everything off, and also get very stuck in my thoughts. Because it makes me feel like no matter what I do, life will always be this way. And it makes me feel very incapable. So it it keeps me from actually trying to put any effort into changing my life. Because I feel like if I put a little bit of effort in, if I try to do something and the results aren't the way that I want them to be, 
it's all for nothing. It's pointless, especially if I do those things and then like the bad stuff keeps on happening, which that's just fucking life. Bad stuff will keep happening. It could very easily turn my thoughts into it's pointless. Everything is pointless. I should just give up, which I've been feeling mentally. I'm going to give up. And I did do that for a little bit where I would clock myself out, take a little Delta 8 and just completely shut myself off at like 6 p.m. probably just rest of the day spent in my bed. I don't care. Whereas self-understanding is the actual true self-awareness understanding yourself and it does sound confusing because the definition of like self-intellectualization or introspection or whatever is trying to figure out who you are and so that can seem like you're trying to understand yourself but rather true self-awareness and true self-understanding goes into that a little bit differently and it like that's why a lot of people confuse it and it's hard for me to explain as well but bear with me here when i looked at the definition of self-awareness there was a lot of different ones but all in all the one that i liked the most was having an understanding of your own thoughts feelings values beliefs and actions this part is getting pretty difficult to talk about and that's because it's very difficult to understand at the end of the day all of this is just kind of a lot of language and jargon and typically doesn't make sense so as i'm talking about it i'm kind of trying to digest this information myself especially with a lot of people myself included getting these two concepts confused a lot and mixed up a lot because it's a very thin fine line it's very hard to differentiate it but i came up with this conclusion that awareness true self-awareness comes from meaning and accepting that meaning which acceptance i feel like is a very strong emotion that i still struggle with but acceptance i think is one of the most important things in moving on and figuring yourself out and kind of finding a little bit more contentness in your life and that goes from someone that has pretty much been very very depressed recently so it's not necessarily logic and reasoning and facts but an overall curiosity and think about that word insight that was the word that was paired with self-understanding having insight rather than introspection rather than overanalyzing over examining yourself and the way that you do things the tiktok video and the article both mentioned that a good way to differentiate between those two processes is by asking why and what questions or rather asking what rather than why i should say so it's a battle between these two and i mentioned that when i was coming up with all those hypothetical questions why is nobody hiring me why are these people in my life doing this to me etc 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 why do i feel this way why questions stir up negative emotions and it traps us in our past or as what questions 
what am I feeling? What do I want to do about this? What can I do to make myself feel better? Keeps us curious and it helps us create a better future. And again, it's just a bunch of language, isn't it? It's just a bunch of like, it's not pseudoscience, but it it's it's hard to kind of digest it and understand it and want to roll with it because it sounds like a bunch of bullshit that language can take up such a large portion in the way of how we feel about ourselves and how our general mood ends up being but for someone that has a primary love language of words of affirmation (laughs) I am very moved by words I find them to be very powerful so that's why I find this to be something that I could relate with and something that I could take into account and it is getting very hard to talk about like I am stuttering through this. I am having not so good of a time because this is actual like learning. Whereas other times I'm just talking out of my ass. I'm just talking to talk and I'm trying to come up with an easy solution to whatever it is that I'm feeling. Now I'm kind of having to think a little deeper than that. And it's uncomfortable for me. I won't lie. I probably listen back to this episode and be like, I fucking hate it. I don't want to do this. But hopefully we'll get through this and I'll try to I'll try to get through this because it is really difficult for me to try to put this sciencey stuff behind what I'm feeling. Not I, I just don't want to sound dumb, which is a problem for me. I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about because then that makes me feel very insecure. So that's partially also why I'm feeling very, very uncomfortable and strained with all of this. But anyways... Going further into the what questions, that can also be a good way of allowing us to name our emotions. I personally believe that I know how to name my emotions. In the past, my belief was that I know why I'm sad. I know what I'm feeling and I know why I act certain ways that I do, but I don't know how to fix them. I don't know how to move past them. I don't know how to get rid of them. That was my belief. I always thought that I had a lot of emotional maturity. I thought that I was able to process emotions very well and I thought that I was comfortable with emotions and it turns out that's not the case. That's not true. All in all, this idea of self-awareness comes from emotional regulation, which I have a very, very hard time trying to do. I don't know how to self-soothe. I don't know how to regulate my emotions when I get in those really bad pessimistic states where I have very negative thoughts and they start to spiral and I start to think really bad things about myself to the point where nothing can take me out of that. Nothing can cheer me up. Nothing can make me feel better. And to the point where I start thinking very, very, very dark things that normally I wouldn't think, but it comes to a point where it gets a little concerning and I don't want to say that to ruffle any feathers here, but that's the point of it is that when I do get very upset and the, on top of the fact that I don't reach out to people to help me through that and I just kind of deal with it on my own, I get into these really, really bad mental breakdowns because I don't know how to regulate my emotions. When I am in those state of minds where I'm going crazy and I'm freaking out, I tend to search for the easiest fix. 
And what I learned is that the why questions lead us to jump to the easiest and most plausible answers. It leads us to jump to conclusions. So why am I feeling this way? Or rather, this one's a little bit easier for me to decipher because it's something that took up a lot of my life recently. Why doesn't this person love me? And so that automatically goes into me comparing myself to people from their past or their future or their present, whatever. Me thinking about myself very, very critically saying, well, it's because I'm not pretty enough. It's because I'm weird, because I don't have this or I don't have that. That's why they don't love me, which I don't know if that's true or not. And let's just say that it's not fucking true. That's just kind of illogical and not reasonable to think those things. But if those are the first things that are popping into my head and they seem the most plausible and it's the easiest answer I can get to, then that's what I'm going to believe. And now I'm stuck on that single answer that I came up with. All of these negative things about myself, which obviously is going to make me feel like shit, even if it's not inherently true or even if I have no actual way to prove any of that it's what makes the most sense to me in that moment and it's kind of this idea that i kind of am searching for evidence that i am something inherently broken and something that needs to be fixed or not really fixed but something that can't be fixed and it's proof that there is something wrong with me i mentioned a very important word earlier which was ruminating and i had another episode about this i think it was the overthinking episode where i talked about this word because i'd never really heard of it prior to my therapist explaining it to me or rather using it a lot to describe what i did she said that i ruminated a lot because i was there i was a very big overthinker and i still am and i thought a lot about the past and i got into these very negative thoughts and emotions and i ruminated on them which meant I got stuck on thinking about the past. I got stuck thinking about these negative feelings that I had, thinking that something was wrong with me or that I, I, no matter what I did, nothing could get fixed. What I realized recently is that the reason why I ruminate on the past so much and get stuck on the past is so that I don't have to be in the present moment because the present moment is really uncomfortable to deal with. Having to deal with reality, having to deal with things the way that they currently are, I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to deal with finding a career for myself because the job market sucks. And every time I go into this search of trying to find something that I'm passionate about or interested in, something that I could be good at, I come up empty handed most of the times and it makes me really depressed. So I don't want to think about that. Or if i'm thinking about someone that i really cared about and thinking about the past which this goes a lot deeper because there were things that i found out that ruined this past image that i had of me and this person it ruined a lot it ruined like over a year's worth of memories and things that i held very closely to my heart it was all just kind of flip-flopped and so i got stuck on those past things because i had to Except the fact that this person's not here anymore. This person, I can't talk to them anymore. I can't see them anymore. They're gone. And I don't want to deal with that. And I've been struggling with that a lot. 
of having to remove that person from my mind, having to essentially stop myself when I am ruminating on those thoughts. No matter how negative it is, it's a way for me to hold on. It's a way for me to not deal with the fact that I have to completely get rid of them. And it's kind of like this person ends up dying in my head. They're not really dead. And I'm taking this from Leo Skeppy, I think is his name. Y'all know the man. Y'all know the man. What's his fucking podcast name? Damn. I got y'all. Yes, the Aware and Aggravated podcast by Leo Skeppy. My new... Oh my god, I keep bumping into the damn table. My new favorite podcast because it it just gets straight to the point, was very reflective for me, and it really opened my eyes. I cried already listening to it because it feels like, or at least they said that, you know, when you're not thinking about that person anymore, when you're not letting them into your thoughts and you kind of just have to check yourself out of that, they pretty much die. They, they come out of existence, and that's such a hard thing for me to deal with. However, that's a future episode before we get way, way too into it, but just kind of want to put that little tidbit in there. Getting stuck on the past also makes me question what I could have done differently. And I've done that so many times where I think about these moments that have happened where I know something went wrong, but I didn't know until like months later or a year later or whatever. And I think, why didn't I know any better? Why couldn't I stop this? Like, how could I have stopped this? What could I have done differently? And not only does this cause me to start self-loathing, but it also diminishes my trust with myself, which is something that I've been struggling with a lot. I feel like I don't trust myself to make the right decision for myself, but I'm the sole person that is able to make those decisions for myself that should be making those decisions and I should be trusting myself. Because I don't, this in turn affects how I function in my daily life. It makes me not confident. It makes me not want to speak up. It makes me not want to go after the things that I truly, truly want to do. And it makes me even question whether I want to do those things. And I start to question myself and I start to question everything that I've ever known pretty much. Everything that I thought I was settled in on, everything that I thought I was capable of, I start to think that maybe I'm not because I couldn't do this one simple thing or the past was really, (laughs) really harmful for me. And I felt like I could have stopped certain things. I didn't make the right decision. Why did I do that? And again, ruminating on those why questions, which leads me to start thinking negatively about myself. And overall, it's this cycle, isn't it? Where you just keep going through this same motion, the same motion of self-hatred, self-loathing, not trusting yourself, not being able to do anything because you don't trust yourself. It goes hand in hand. So how do I start to actually understand myself? How do I achieve true self-awareness? The most obvious thing that we've already discussed is to start asking the what questions, which it won't come naturally. It's a bit of a process, you know, everything that you do to better yourself, to heal yourself. It's a process. It's not an overnight fix, so it definitely won't come naturally. But I think that even having it in the back of my head already, knowing that when I am in those really bad depressive thoughts, I start to think on the what, it can cause me to stop and think a little bit more clearly. It can stop me from keeping this repetitiveness of finding out what the hell is wrong with me or why is this happening to me? And you know, see, it's a little tricky because you could still go down 
the same little rabbit hole of self-deprecation. But having this idea in my head, at least I feel like will help me to just stop for a moment and try to think if the questions I am asking myself, the what questions are actually helping me feel better or if there's something else that I need to do. Other than that, I'm still running with this idea of self-reflection, even though we've already discussed that self-reflection might not be the best thing for me. I think it's still something beneficial for me. It's still something that I can do or like people can do to reflect on yourself. All of this is just language, whatever, take it lightly. But I think the solution is to just not think on those things too deeply, aka don't ruminate on it. It's okay if I'm trying to figure out a certain feeling, trying to figure myself out a little bit more. But if I get stuck trying to figure that thing out, if I keep running into the same problem and I think, what the hell? Why can't I figure this out? Why am I feeling this way? And what what's wrong with me? I can severely upset myself and end up back in that cycle. So I think self-reflection is a good thing. I think a lot more people, <laughs> a lot more men should reflect more. Just having little tidbits of it would be a lot better than just sitting on it for very, very long periods of time to the point where I think, well, I'm the problem, must be me. And as I mentioned, words are very, very powerful. And what I've noticed a lot of people do recently is that I notice a lot of people are very self-deprecating. So I will hear people say like, oh, don't do what I do. Don't do the career that I do. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like, oh my God, like, oh, so annoying that I have to deal with this and blah, 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 blah. So many people talk shit about themselves out in the open and it comes off as like, haha, funny, relatable, but honestly, the words we speak, they're very powerful and I've known that for a long time yet. I have it already ingrained in my head when I end up doing like a really little mess up. It's just something silly and stupid. I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a dumb bitch. You get the point that I'm trying to make is that I start immediately insulting myself. I've been trying to catch myself because I think in my head like, oh, it's not that bad because I'm laughing it off, calling myself a dumb bitch, moving on with my day. But that shit could really ingrain into your head to the point where you actually do believe you're a dumb bitch. And I do. I do sometimes think I'm I'm an idiot. (laughs) I'm very stupid sometimes. I do a lot of things where I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? And then when I get into those really bad depressive moments that's what I'm getting stuck on. The words that we speak will come into existence because we start to believe them. Hearing something long enough, you think you're not going to end up somewhat believing it or at least considering that it may somewhat be true. You know, a lot of people are the way that they are because of how they were raised, because of what they were exposed to as children, what they heard all the time. And it takes listening to outside perspectives getting away from the things that they've always known that they start to think about things a little bit more differently words are very influential and this is a very drastic example if you need it but when you think about dictators world leaders that were really really bad how do you think they got there like sure the army the military whatever this and that but at the end of the day words words have moved mountains they are very very powerful and a lot of people take advantage no they don't give words enough credit that's the thing a lot of people don't find value in words and that's why a lot of people lie and a lot of people do x y and z you know what now i'm thinking about it if people lie it's because they know that their words have a lot of meaning to it 
I would typically think that people lie a lot because words don't mean a lot to them. But I think they know how powerful words can be and how they can manipulate a lot of people and influence a lot of people. So yeah, if you start to say all of these really bad things about yourself, if you continue to self-deprecate pretty much, that's really going to show in your everyday life. And on a final note, I came up with a little something myself as a way to use words to come up with different solutions when I am feeling down, when I am feeling upset and hopeless. There's typically these words where, or these sentences we start saying, I don't blank, I can't, I'm not sure. It's like, I don't know how to do this job. I can't complete this task or, you know, these are very simple examples, but you get the gist of it. These really kind of negative words that we start saying that kind of diminish our ability. We're not able to do something pretty much. What you can follow up with those sentences is but, the word but. I don't know how to do this job, but I can learn. I can try to learn, but I can come up with some sort of solution and that's the point of it is that when you are starting to feel these negative emotions and you start to feel like you're not capable and you get like me, you start to be very self-hating. I'm not this, I'm not that. Add a little butt in there, girl. Just throw a little butt in there. (laughs) That's, you know, this isn't backed by science. I didn't do research on this, but it's just something that I thought of that I thought could be helpful. And I try to incorporate some things that I learn about influencing the way that I speak or trying to use the way that I speak to help my mental out a little bit more, which I really, really need to start practicing more. But if you do come across these feelings and self-doubt, just consider any possible solution. Don't let it just be a standalone sentence and really, really dig just a little bit deeper. And again, don't, (laughs) don't sit on it for too long. But try at least. That's all what anybody can really do. Especially for me where I feel a lot of times, what's the point of all of this stuff that I'm doing? What's the point if I'm not anything special? Nothing's going to come out of it. I should just give up. And I've been thinking about that a lot. But like I said, the but, (laughs) I think that it's going to take a while and it's going to take a lot of willpower from me to really get my head on straight but I can at least try and keep trying and figure things out along the way and stumble through it but uh, as long as I'm trying that's more than anyone could ask for honestly and this episode was very uncomfortable to film (laughs) record oh my god I I'm gonna listen back to this and be like fuck I hate it so yeah but i'm still gonna upload it (laughs) so you see we're trying our hardest out here to open ourselves up be a little bit more self-aware a lot of people do say that but i'm getting very flustered um because again like i said i don't i think of myself as a dumb bitch so i don't think i'm very smart and to talk about like stuff that's actually backed by research and I'm like is this am I saying it correctly am I sounding really dumb because I'm not explaining it the way that it should be explained and when I get in conversations like this I get very insecure it's I'm just a girl I'm just a girl in the world with a dream is what Joe Santagato said so yeah okay I will leave you with that 
I just wanted to talk about that TikTok and what I learned and read and stuff because it really blew my mind. And I was immediately hooked onto this idea because I, I knew that I was the one that was not actually self-aware because I was very, very depressed and I want to get out of this state so freaking bad. And that could be a, a double entendre or some shit, whatever it's called, a double meaning, whatever. But yeah, whatever it takes, I'm going to try my hardest. I'm a little scared, but we'll see. If you like the podcast, be sure to follow and leave a little bit of a review. I'd really, really appreciate it. Apple podcast people, how many weeks are we going to say this shit? Leave a review. A nice one. Thank you. You can also follow the Instagram, which I've started to post more consistently on. Ooh, who is she? Absolita Pod. That's who. Go ahead and follow. Or you can reach out to me on my personal Instagram at underscore Katie Torres. And you could also follow my Substack, my blog, which is also going to be linked down below. And I've posted two weeks in a row. Who am I? I'm on to bigger and better things. We out here, people. It's a new year. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening again. This one, again, like I said, was very, very hard to get through. I hope it made sense. Next week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program where we just talk a bunch of shit out of my mouth and it, it comes out a lot more authentic, I feel like. It comes out a little bit more me. So stay tuned for that. All right. Love you. Goodbye.